you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Well, hey, everyone. Time for Puzzle Talk. The Geocaching Puzzle Podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. And here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Howdy. Howdy. Uh, do you like the new opening? I do. I like it. I like it. Hey, Derek is is putting in good work. We, we, appreci- we appreciate both him and Jeff and the high tech work that they do on the backside of all of this to help make our shows run and, and look as professional as they can with us two jokers running the show. Exactly. So, I mean, hats off to those two guys for doing a a huge amount of the backleg work on uh, StreamYard and getting all this stuff loaded because, uh, we couldn't do it without Derek, and and I know that um, Jeff has contributed greatly to a lot of that stuff, and so we appreciate both of those gentlemen and yeah. the hard work that this, this they would do. be the opening if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Yeah, that's Welcome. about as high tech as I get. <laughs> uh, so, he's text Dave, take me off the ball game because that's I think they're playing the the uh, uh, All Star game tonight, but. Take me out to the oldie caches. They are, yeah, they are oldies. Oldies but goodies. Uh, and Darren's morning. Yep. That's right. How's uh, how's the future, Darren? Yeah, how's how's Wednesday looking for us all? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, John, uh, Pizza Ninja, he's been really working hard on social media helping us out. Um, so if you see a lot of new posts, you can thank John for that. He's been working hard to, to do, um, tweets and Facebook posts and lots of cool stuff. So hats off to him for helping us out and doing, uh, some of that. So thank you, pizza ninja for that. Um, and let's do a little bit of news. And actually, I'm going to switch our brand because I've got another photo, or not a photo. I've got the thing over here on this side. So let me switch over here real quick. I turned so green. It, so it so that I can show this, which is the promo code geocache21. That is the code for the month of July. 
Thank you, Ride in the Rain, for your sponsorship of the show. And thank you for providing uh, the 20% off your order. Not 10%, 20% off your order. As well as you can parlay that if you happen to find something on sale. You can sort of double down and get some extra uh, percentages off. That is from um, started July 1st. It goes to 8-3. So it goes to August 3rd. And uh, the code is geocache21. And that is the, the promo for July. So get out there and buy something from Right in the Rain. Show them some love. It supports them that supports us. So we're appreciative of them doing that. So there you go. Yeah. And, and like you said, is it it raining as much in your area as it is mine? It did last night. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess the one guy living, the one guy living in the desert, it, uh, it, it rained. We had a monsoon come through Phoenix last night. Um, yeah, about 10 o'clock last night. And, it dumped, I don't know, an inch of rain in about an hour, hour and a half, and moved on through the area pretty quickly. But um, we had standing water out in the front and in the back of the place went last night when the rain stopped. So I say, inch of rain in your part of the world, that's a flood. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it the sand does not absorb water; it just lets it run off the top of it. So yeah, we were um, in Carlsbad. And we're driving through. Fortunately, I have a vehicle; it's a little, a little higher up. But uh, there was a lot of rain on the on the the street in Carlsbad, of all places in New Mexico. It rained Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I told a local person I was saying it must rain like three or four hundred inches in New Mexico every year, and they looked at me funny. And I said, and they go, "No, we get about three or four inches a year." I go. Yeah, I know, but it's, it feels like three or four hundred because it rained <laughs> every stinking day almost that we were there. But we pivoted, we kept going, we were we were good. We, but I tell you, um, I'm not in the greatest shape. I'm not, you know, I'm working on it. But let me tell you, when you're not in the greatest shape, it is a shape, but it's not the greatest yeah. shape. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. But let me tell you, when you're not in the greatest shape and you're at 10,000 feet, it really oh, causes... <laughs> there's there's no oxygen there. <laughs> no, there's not. There's a lot less. So, um, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing like what Charles is used to, but... Um, we did... We, we had a great time, and I did. We did an FTF... At ten thousand feet, and that was my first FTF ever that high up. So, first Good. to faint, first to find. No, first to faint. Nowhere passed out. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. Our hike to one of the waterfalls. I was a little, I was sucking air like crazy, but um, anyway, I survived it, as you can see. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, other news over to Charles. All right, so. Puzzle Talk merch is still available at the Geocache Talk store. Go to geocachetalk.com and click on the store tab at the top. Or you can go directly to the store at chromiaprint.com slash collections 
slash geocaching. Um, you, you can no longer get these on the website, but you can still get the shirt. And the shirt is the key because the shirt has a puzzle that will lead the first person to solve it and get there one of these coins because you can't buy these anymore. Uh, these are long gone, all sold out. But um, they are, there is one hidden somewhere in the world if you can solve the puzzle on the back of the shirt. Now, there was Houston, Texas Dave asked if anybody had solved the puzzle on the back of the coin. There is a puzzle. You can barely see it around the outside rim. That's true. Right. But there is a puzzle on the back of the coin. We have had people solve it and send us emails that this is what it said on the back of the coin. So, um, yes. Um, and then the puzzle talk podcast on Instagram. Um, I've had a busy couple of weeks. I've put in, uh, some overtime, some serious overtime in the last couple of weeks. And so mm -hmm. I've been lacking there. I promise that I'm going to start picking that up and we will resume adding puzzles to the Instagram page. So stay tuned for that. If you have the Instagram and uh, you have not followed the Puzzle Talk podcast, we encourage you to get over there and give us a follow. We, I, I say we, that guy, <laughs> he, doing he doesn't know how to run the Instagram, Facebook page, Twitter things. So, yeah. Um, but I am going to get back into posting some puzzles regularly. So stay tuned. If you've been missing them, I apologize. We are, I'm working on it and we'll get those back up and running um, as quickly as possible. Cool. Excellent. 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 And we have got, I think I was intrigued gentlemen by the notes tonight. Um, and I think, I think uh, hopefully everyone else will be intrigued as we go through. And of course, the show notes will be up. I'll put the show notes uh, show notes up later. But the ten active, oldest active mystery caches, and I guess we should put a we need to and give a disclaimer, correct, Charles? Yeah, we need an asterisk in there. Um, somebody. Um, pulled the 10 oldest unknown caches, mystery cool, caches. Though. They absolutely are. But not all of them are puzzles, right? right? So just know that going into the show ahead of time. If you came and you're like, yes, top 10 or the 10 oldest puzzles, not exactly. <laughs> but I could argue at the time they came out, they could have been pretty puzzling to people. To oh, absolutely. They're Absolutely. still puzzles. They're still puzzling. Yeah. No no doubt that in, in 2000, when the first ones came out, that people probably were sitting there scratching their heads. Um, not only did they probably just go out and buy a 1000 to $2,000 GPS receiver so that they could actually play the game right. back then. Back then. But now they also have to do other stuff to solve it so they're like wait a second i just bought this you know fifteen hundred dollar <laughs> gps receiver right. and now you're telling me that i need a lensatic compass that's all i needed was a compass so 
yeah, not know. completely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, the fun no part about this back is then. right. The fun part about this is that the very first one, which is the oldest unknown type category cash, is a puzzle. So and a, and a pretty cool one at that. Yeah. No. Um, I I don't I don't think I've ever gotten a cash in North Carolina. I'm fairly certain about that. So, you know, when I make it out to North Carolina, I will go and find the world's oldest unknown type cache and uh, solve it because it is a puzzle cache. So that's it. it it's fitting. So we're, we're, we're starting at the top or the bottom. Start at the top. Oh, you already put it up. I was going to say, make people guess. See if they can guess what it was, but that's all Sorry. right. <laughs> Jumped on it too soon there. Uh, so people can look up. They can play along at home or in your, well, don't play, play along in your car. You'd be driving in your car, but play along later if you're listening later or watching later. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is GC70, Octopus Garden. Interestingly, it's one of the oldest. Uh, it, it is the oldest in North Carolina, correct? Uh, I believe that is correct. It is the oldest cache in North Carolina um, and is the oldest unknown type cache in the world. Correct. Um, it the- was, the, was the very first one published. I, we have to caveat on that and say it may not be the oldest one. I think it is, but it is. When you look at some of the Earth caches, there are Earth caches that they retroactively changed from one category to another. Right. So the the very first published Earth cache is in one country in one yes. on one continent, but the oldest by publication date is another one because they went back and retroactively made it an earth cache. Um, They did some of that with some of the early stuff or owners were allowed to change cache types. And so you'll see somewhere it started off as a traditional, um, but the container kept going missing. And so the owner changed it to a virtual, right? And you were allowed to do that very early on in the game. Um, However, Octopus Garden is not one of those caches that was changed um and so it it is in all actuality the very first unknown type and the very first um puzzle cache that was uh, published yeah um there's a couple be interesting to go back and interesting to look i think that i know that new mexico's was similar or i don't know octopus garden started as 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 an unknown right it didn't yeah right whereas like new mexico's was started as an ammo can started as traditional was switched to a like you were saying they allowed them to switch it to a mystery yeah well new mexico's oldest geo geocache up until very recently used to be a letterbox hybrid right um and then the there was some scoffle some scuttlebutt somewhere and all of a sudden the cash owner archived like he was the owner of like the five oldest geocaches in New Mexico. And then went in and just archived three of them or four of them randomly. It, it, it was a big kerfluffle there for a little while. So, um, but 
onto this. This G6 the fun thing about this is Tom has actually found this one. I was going to ask post if you haven't solved this puzzle, post up in the chat chat room that you haven't. I mean, we're not going to tell you how to solve it. I'm just curious. I think I know it by looking at it. I think I figured it out. Be you think I you got it. Uh, and I'll maybe can share later. Can, I mean, it's 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 the 37th oldest active geocache in the world. I found that interesting. Might be less now. I don't know if the show, the uh, cache description is updated or not, but. I found it pretty fascinating. Uh, interesting puzzle, I think. I I think I've, um, I think I maybe have, maybe. Um, so while we're waiting for more answers in the chat room for people who either have found have, it solved right. it and found it or solved it and not found it or neither of the two. I'm in the neither of the two category. Um, though looking at it, I'm like, oh, I feel fairly confident that it's this. Um, just throw this out there for those that are working on the shirt. And Darren, don't don't give up hope, brother. Don't give but up, if, you, if you need a hint and you can show me what work you've put in to try to get wherever it is you're at in solving the puzzle on the back of the shirt, send me an email and I may give you a, a gentle nudge in, uh, out, I may pull you out of the rabbit hole you're running down and point you in the general direction of the correct rabbit hole down. Um, so I know Teresa has, was working on it. I know Darren was, it, I mean, he was, you know, swinging and hitting that ball real far. He almost hit it out of the park. So don't give up, Darren. I've seen some of your work. Um, keep working on it. So um, let's see. So Kelsey hasn't found it. Who Su has Su found Su this it. one? Now Houston, Texas Dave has not. GT Buzz has solved it, but hasn't logged it. So I'm assuming that means they haven't gone out and found it. Uh, Pizza Ninja has not. Kitty Catch hasn't solved it, but is looking at it now. Darren from the middle of Australia is in the neither category. Mm -hmm. uh, Trisha has solved it, um, but she hasn't had time to go out and find it. So um, there, that's a that's a pretty good. Mix, there's some other people in your boat with you, Tom, that have their name on the their ink on the log pad. I got that on the way to one of the Geo Woodstocks, and it rained that day. And <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get to get this, but it quit raining long enough for me to make the hike to this. And I think I, I understand cool. the clue. The paper, ink, coin, knee, ball, egg, lagoon, latitude clue. That's not the clue. You got to pick the word below that's missing that's from the that clue list. To work with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where you get your information. Yeah. You, so you I think I've got the right one. One of those 12 words below belongs in that list. Okay. So either pen or compass or one of those belongs in that list. You got to pick which one. Hmm. hmm, that's not what I was thinking. 
Oh. I was using the letters in the word. <laughs> I, I, I know which one it is. <laughs> I just solved it. That's funny. <laughs> well, I, that's, I'm pretty sure Gary's on the right thing. I okay. Did I pick the do I did I pick the right one, do you think? I think you probably did. Okay, good. All right. Well, I, have to go find I mean I mean the 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 silly answer thing is the answer is right there on the page. Well of course yes. it is because it's one of those choices. But which one right. to pick is right there on that page too. Yeah. Right. Well, and I like this that it's got over a thousand favorite points. Yeah, you know, and so this one is one that if you're a favorite point hunter, it, it's it's gonna come up on your list, and it's gonna be a oh whoa a thousand favorite points. We need to go do this. I right? just make sure our mine is one of them. It's got uh, two thousand six hundred and seventy eight smileys and has fifty six DNFs. Not too bad. Yep, and 1,054 favorites. A which, thousand, thousand, that's cool. Which gives it, uh, according to Groundspeak, it's got a 50% favorite from premium members. So yep. this thing's had 2,108 premium members find it, and half of them have given it a favorite point. Yeah. I mean, that's you're not going to find cash like that that have that high of a percentage of right. favorite points that are this old um, yeah. unless they are something associated generally speaking with like headquarters or um, right. you know up in that area where uh, they get mass visits from people who went to previous block parties or are planning on going to the 2027 celebration event when we are allowed to actually hold that event eventually um, right you know but it's one of those things that like when you look at the um the uh like gc8 meet the new locationless caches both of those things have like you know 1500 favorite points on it and it's just just ridiculous but that may be the person's only locationless cache that that they've gotten, you know, and right. so it's kind of neat to see that. But um, some of the favorite points associated with some of those caches are just ridiculous because of the just sheer amount of traffic that they get or um, whatnot. So um, for for a cache in this location of the world to have a thousand favorite points like that is kind of cool. Found in or found published uh, September 30th of 2000. So I always love to hear, always love to see the 2000 caches. Those are so cool. Well, to be fair to this thing with the, the with the favorites, I mean, when did I don't remember when favorites came out, but you got to right. remember That's that true. was way yeah. after the point. So later, a yeah. lot of people that found this, you know, in the beginning. May not have been cashing when favorites came out, or didn't bother going back and give it a favorite. So yeah, that's true. That's probably a, a, you know that's accurate, and and I like that point that you brought up, Tom, because 
you could be sitting here looking at in reality, this thing probably gets 75% favorite points from premium members yeah. since premium, since favorite points came out. Came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. No. That's an interesting point to bring up. So yeah. um, the solution is right there on the page and it's fun how this one has worked out, but lots of possibilities, but only one correct answer. Um, yeah. You know. A true puzzle. A true puzzle cash. <laughs> They're not all that way tonight, but <sighs> that's okay. Cause I, I think some of there's, them can be puzzles. That's right. There's nothing wrong with that, Tom. We still love you. No, no we're good. Okay. Ready for the next one. I'm ready for the next one. All right, cool. Let me show everybody on the screen and we can talk about Mr. Number two. So this is uh, GCC2 Azucar Mine Offset. It is a regular cache. It was published, or it was hidden 11-24 of 2000. On um, a Friday. And is, and is in California. Yes. So uh, what is that? GCC2. It was hidden on Thanksgiving. Well, oh, it's a Friday. So it was the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah, that'd be right. Hidden on Black Friday. Did did we have Black Friday back then? No. In 2000? Yeah. Well, no. No, I'm sure we didn't. That's a good question. When did Black Friday start? We were probably smarter back then. Stayed home. Siri. Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one is is a neat offset. It tells you to go to a certain location. Um. It, there, there are plenty of warnings on this cache page. So if you go, there are open, unmarked mine shafts and the possibility of snakes and other dangerous animals and biting critters and uh, people with small children or animals should probably leave them locked in the car with the air conditioner running. Um because the the amount the chances of them being able to fall down an unmarked mine shaft <laughs> are, are, are real are real <laughs> real yeah um, so if you need to hide a body this is a place to take along <laughs> that yeah so part of it says from that location you'll need to project a waypoint 297 degrees mag magnetic north mag n updated right. from which is fascinating. This is the part that really, and I think I were talking about this before the show. Yeah. When I jumped on updated from 296 on 313 uh, 2020 to increase the accuracy of the projection at 0.4 statute miles because magnetic north is no longer 297 degrees mag north. It's 296 now, right? Well, and that. The magnetic north will change over time, given, um, right, you know, the Earth's the, variations, r- right, and and degradation of, uh, you know, uh, nuclear uh, metals and and whatnot in the ground. So as some of this stuff changes, magnetic north is constantly changing. Um, they usually update it every ten years, give or take, um, and whatnot, but. It, you figure that one degree over four tenths of a mile 
could put you more than a hundred more than a hundred feet off one you know off to the east or the west so unless you've got some context clues and he's got a long paragraph written in the hint section for this um so unless you if he gives you some context okay. clues the difference between one one degree difference over um 0.4 of a mile um, can, right. can be a large area of land that you need to go around looking for. Um, you know, at least it is a regular sized container. That so, helps. you know, that, that sometimes helps given the land that you're in only so many places that you can hide a cat and it, and it is looking at the cash. Uh, it is a regular, it is a large um, ammo can. Um, so there are only so many places that this thing can hide given the terrain in which I'm looking at the pictures. So, um, you know, you, deductive reasoning can kind of get you pretty close or can get sure. you to it as long as you get close. There you go. Yeah. There was, it, would, it would have to be that big back then because I'm thinking GPS back then, the accuracy of, on an individual GPS was 20 feet at best. Right. I mean, that was a good day. And that that's actually pre was, if you remember that was a wide angle augmentation system. That's pre that. So 20 feet yeah. would have been darn good. Yes. Yeah. You're and probably then, looking at plus or minus 30 feet. So you're looking at a 60 foot. More than, more than that because of the other problem. Garmin and Magellan back then, you could tell. I mean, I, this is before I was cached, but listening to the mm -hmm. my peers from back then, you could tell who hit a cache with a Garmin and who hit it with a Magellan, because oh, yeah. was an, there was an offset between the two. Oh wow! Well, and there's a even up until recently, like when when Magellan got bought out there was a, a vast cost difference between buying a top of the line Magellan versus a top of the line Garmin and Magellans were just better. Right. You know, they, they just were. If you look at, at the professional engineers that we have at work who even they mess stuff up, but our stuff at work is Magellan stuff for land surveyors. And so, not until now when, you know, different companies have bought them out and whatnot, but um, Magellan's historically were the benchmark standard for handheld GPS devices, at least initially, which is a cost so dang much back in the day. Yep. So we are being told that Black Friday has been around. It was around back then. So there you go. There's the answer to that question. And Kitty Catch is asking a question of you guys. Cashly uses True North, and my Garmin GPSR is no longer working. Sorry to hear that, but you know, the phone still works, right? Uh, what's the best way to do point projection for Magnetic North? I thought I thought Cashly had a deal where you could toggle between. I did too. Magnetic and True North. I haven't done a projection in a good long time. Um, 
So let me see if there's. We're looking on our phones right now for the our audio listeners. Trying to figure uh, out. Yep. It it just gives you a direction and a distance and a in a unit. It doesn't give you the ability to toggle between one or the other, between true north. There are really three norths. If you want to get picky about all of this. There's true north, there's true magnetic north? north, magnetic north, and there's map north, right? Ooh. So because a map is uh, – our military maps were made to where the map was one way and true north was like, you know, a half a degree or one degree one way and your declination for magnetic maybe – one way or the other, but it's there. There are three different Norths when you're looking at different types of maps. You always got to look down in the legend for the declination, and they'll have a deal down there in the bottom, usually right in the middle of the map that shows oh, you, that. yeah, that shows you like map North, and then they'll have a little mm -hmm. line over here for true North, and a, a line over here if you're in the Fort Hood area for magnetic North. <laughs> It's off so Fort ungodly bad in we'll Central that. Texas. That's uh, what we were talking about. But yeah, so Dick was saying that there, you, if you pull up a map, there's variation lines and make you can make the correction, and there's a formula that you can use to convert that. So interesting, yeah. though. Um, I wonder. Y'all go ahead. I'm I'm gonna look yeah. and see if the original geocaching app. I believe you can do a projection waypoint using that still. Interesting. So I'm going to go Could you, look. Um, I mean, you could manually just pick 296 if you were doing it on a on your on a on a compass, right? Oh. For magnetic north. I'm going to sit. I got to move over here. Magnetic north. You cannot project a waypoint. In the original geocaching app. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That well, would make if it. There's, if there's a way to do it, I don't know. You definitely it. throw people off. Yeah, and you're right, Dick. Yeah, the the variation depends on where you are in the in the world. We talked about that one night one night on Puzzle Talk, where if you're depends on where you are in the world. Yeah, um, and even within like the Fort Hood area, we say this in because in Central Texas, the Fort Hood maps have a magnetic north declination that's like whatever it is, it's like plus 12 degrees. And so to get from that back to true North or grid North, um, you have to subtract 12 degrees from whatever your compass is telling you. Um, so it makes land navigation at, at Fort Hood kind of interesting. Tricky. Um, it can, man. And if you mess that up, man, you are in the wrong spot. And 
uh, you know, when all you got is a compass to go off of, it's it, you, but yeah, even within variations within a state. So you go from, let's say Houston to the Fort Hood area to Amarillo. I know Texas is a big state, but I mean, even if you went from St. George, Utah to Moab to north of Salt Lake City in Utah, which is a, a smaller state, you know, than that, you're still going to have three different readings for magnetic north given that. So you always need to look at local maps and what the declination is for doing uh, waypoint projections. Right. So, so, so this cache um, is uh, active. In fact, um, May of this year, uh, it was confirmed uh, and put back enabled. It was disabled for a little bit, but not too long. Uh, but they went out there, they checked on it, and um, they they located the original cache, and it's ready to be found again. So, um. 243 favorite points. That's pretty good. Uh, it was published in November, as you guys said, November of 2000, another 2000 cash. There'd probably That's be a lot more favorite points, but then people fell down a hole. People. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what uh, Dave was saying earlier is that uh, you can go out there and you can bury all your DNFs out there. So there you go. All right, ready for another next one? Let's get, let's just skip the next one. We don't really want to talk about the next one. Oh come on! Tom doesn't want to talk about it because it's absurdly close to him, and he has yet to go find it. Oh, you know what's bad about that too? I found caches there in that in the in the in that part in. I in have too. Lost Maples, and I've never gone out there to that. I want to go out there now, but it's. It's a you got a hike out there, but no, we're going to talk about it. You can't skip over it. Number you'd be three, in, you'd be insane to go look for that thing now. Unless you go at night. Well, because so, no, it's not that bad. Uh, but it's a dry it's heat. Texas. What are you not right about? now. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So this one is GC two C E. Where's that maple? It is in Texas. It was hidden on 215 of 2001. So somebody hit it the day after Valentine's Day. Um, and it is located in Lost State Natural Area in Texas. Not far from That's where Tom lives, even though he's never found it. That's a great, great That's place awesome to go. Part. It is great. I love Go in the fall when the maples are all, because this is Texas. You can't, and again, there's explanations as to why, but Texas it, shouldn't it, have maple trees, but they do. Right. Yeah, it's it's a little different than going up into like Colorado, looking at the aspens that change colors, right? Or up or into New the New England states up there right. to seeing the aspens and the maples change, but. This part of the state of Texas is just beautiful in the fall when these trees are changing into their um, orange and red and yellow yes. colors. Just phenomenal. Love um, it. You it's know, a great and, and place to go. Yeah, it's just a beautiful area of the state. Um, so, highly encourage you if you're anywhere near uh, Lost Maple State Natural Area, get out and go visit it. 
it's such an I mean, like you said, it's such an anomaly. It just shouldn't. I mean, it's just. But it's really cool to go to it because it's again, it's different. It's not like going to Vermont and seeing a maple tree. Because I mean, not that I'm saying that's a bad thing to do. I'm saying is that that's a. But they're every, they're everywhere up there, right? Which is which is great. I mean, I love that too. But to find these guys, it's such an outlier the whole maple tree thing in, in Texas, but this cash takes a little bit of a, takes a little bit of a, a, a jaunt <laughs> 4.5 miles out or round trip. So 2.25. I'm pretty sure there's a bit of up and down in this thing too. Yeah, there is. It's a little bit rugged. Um, so definitely as they suggest, good hiking shoes, Will be handy and bring along some water and a cut off, but the other one was a snack. So, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe we should have an event there and just accidentally go find his cash while we're there. Actually, go find that one. Teresa Fishing Kitty says, Do we go to the park on New Year's Day a few times? But that's a long way. And the train is a booger. Yeah. It's, um, but you got to go see the, the ape. It's, there's a there's a cache near the ape. Now it's not the ape cache, but there's a cache near the ape, which is a cool rock formation. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> <laughs> I think they call I think it's called a monkey cache, but I always I think it's a monkey it. rock or something. Yeah, a monkey rock. Yeah, it looks like a monkey, uh, which is really cool. But uh, yeah, that one. Um, so the uh, takes uh, you put in the notes there, um, Tom, about find the sign and do some math, correct? Yeah. What do you got to do for this one? It's another projection type thing, but you got to okay. do okay. some math off the sign to get how to project it. Cool. That's neat. That's a, I mean, I think they're neat. I, I've, I've got one in town that it keeps getting favorite points because you go to the, you get to the cash and you're like, I'm at the cash and you're like, I can't open the cash. It's locked. And I go, ah, you're going to have to project a waypoint to somewhere nearby is the key. Mm -hmm. So kind of fun, something a little different. So yeah. Digital doorbells. Yeah, Gary, so like, yeah, that's that's cool too. Harry, you have some, you have something in common with the current owner of this cache. Oh, I do. You the do. Ca- uh, the, the outlaw, outlaw or the caveman? The outlaw. The outlaw. You both have those blue ammo cans. Oh, is he? Is he a, a Hall of Fame member? Huh? He's a Hall of Fame member. How about that? Very cool. And thinking back, I think I did. I probably need to give mine to, to Jesse. Let Jesse hold on to it for a little while. Yeah, yeah just, just commenting a, on it, but I probably need send, to give it to send him. A, send him a picture. It's good enough. <laughs> nothing, nothing in it. I probably should. Hey, pack it full of some swag and just mail it to him. Yeah, there you go. I, I wouldn't put I, that in the mail. You can pay me enough to put that in the mail. No, I, I'll I'll hand it to him someday. 
Um, okay, so I I like this one again. It's got um, doesn't have a lot of favorite points. Well, it hasn't been a lot. It hasn't been found a lot, and even for a cash that's been out for 20, 20, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Twenty yep. years in a in a uh, a handful of months, and it's only been found a hundred times. Uh, but it's got a four and a half terrain rating on it, and that probably gets a lot of people to be like, ah, not today. Yeah, here's the monkey rock, by the way, in case people are people are like, well, I'll show a picture of it. Like, I'll show you a photo of it. There it is. Doesn't it look like a monkey? It's like a monkey. I see the monkey. You see the monkey? There's a fancy term for that. <laughs> Charles is like, eh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's a little different than the elephant rock that's down at the bottom of Carlsbad Caverns, so the shy elephant. It, right. It, you have to go on a private tour now to see the shy elephant um, right. because they had enough. Point. you had enough people wandering off the trail down in the caves oh, um, that, that they called it. for restoration for a long time. And now the only way you can see that is um, to take one of the guided tours. Um, right. But is it to go see the shy elephant i see the the monkey shelly in there it. i see it um when shelly spoke up but you she needs to get she can get out there too she she's um she take the kiddos i mean it's a hike though you know you probably need to like i said it's a it's not just a two and a half mile um flatland you gotta you gotta it's a little bit of a hook, a little bit of a hoofing to get to that one. So pack a lunch, pack a lunch. Okay. We're in for number four. Ready for number four. Number four sounds fun. So over to Charles. So this one is going to be GC five CA. It was hidden on four one of 2001. April fools. That's right. Uh, it's got 42 favorite points. It is located in the great state of Massachusetts. Um, let's see. And it has 208 found logs, one DNF. And wow, only one DNF? That's pretty, that's a pretty, hey, that's that's, pretty shocking right there. Um, I think every, cache has a, every cache that, that is battled has at least a dozen. Yeah, only one DNF. So um, it looks like it's had, what is it, had three three owner maintenance logs on it in its yeah. lifetime. So, yeah. you know, I mean, if it's not if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know, um, it looks like it's up near a, a decent looking lake up there. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. You know. And then it's got a whole bunch of hitchhikers, pictures of these 25 hitchhikers. So I don't, I, I haven't read through the, the cash page a whole lot. Uh, what do you got to do to get to this one, Tom? You have to find a travel bug that's got the coordinates on it. Oh. Yeah, fascinating. That 208 found logs. Please do not divulge the hitchhiker coordinates to anyone. The whole idea is to be lucky enough to find the coordinates. Seren, is that a word? Seren Serendipitously. 
precipitously. Yeah. Please choose the geocache that the hitchhiker coordinates I cut off, but it's uh or place an existing host geocache and hitchhike yeah. from one existing host geocaching site to another. So it, I guess, uh, from reading about this, I think that, um, there was a time when it probably moved around. Um, no, the cache stays in one place. The travel bug right moves. The but travel the, bugs move. And so this is a lot like if you looked for the, at the time, it was like the number two most favorited cache in Fort Worth before we showed up for Woodstock. Um, I did a YouTube video on my YouTube channel about it, but I skipped over number two because um, you had to find these different army men that had a tag on it with the coordinates on it. And these, this guy would just release a bundle of these army men with the coordinates on it. And you just had to randomly find one in a cache and say, Oh, this is private. So-and-so for this other, for this other puzzle cache. Oh. Um, and, and it would give you either a portion of the coordinates or the whole coordinates. And, but you had to find one of those army men in another cache just by random chance in order to find the coordinates for this one. And this one's done the same way. And so I would, I would categorize this as a true puzzle as well. Okay. Because you can't solve it. Well, you're going to have to have extra information to solve it. You can't, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the coordinates and solve it because the coordinates put you in the middle of a lake. Um, right. And whatnot. So you're going to have to go and find another piece that you don't have. And so the, the mystery, the puzzle part of this is trying to track down one of these 25 hitchhikers that right. have the coordinates. And then once you find one, you can go back and be like, ha ha. Um, but he, he gives you a link to, um, he gives you uh, a link to the, tra to the travel bug, right? To a travel bug. Right. So at least to one. Right. Um, there are 25 out there and he gives you pictures of what those 25 look like. So. Correct. Um, yeah. Fascinating. If y'all ever done a, y'all ever done a puzzle like that where you've got to get uh, something like a travel bug in, I know you guys have done done them where you have to go to a web page to get info to solve the puzzle, but have you ever done a? Yeah, I've done them where you got to go to a travel bug and get info. Have yeah. you? Yeah, I did that for that one in Houston or in Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first one that I've done, and I think I've done two others since then because I was like, oh, this is going to be a lot like that one. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't um, know if you'd be able to get it published now. Right. It, it'd be worth asking about. Um, yeah, I think that Pizza Ninja hit the the nail on the head here. It's interesting that the difficulty is only a two. Yeah, but then again, what well, was, it, what, what was the, it like back in 2000? Yeah, there probably well, weren't a whole lot of caches to hide, to hide the the travel bugs 
and you know the travel bug in. Yeah. Uh, Therese was asking about could you do an image search of the travel bug that are the hitchhikers? Yeah, maybe. I mean, but I thought it'd help. If you somebody, go, somebody would have had to take a picture of the coordinates with it. Yeah, Correct. when you look at the coordinates that are attached, when you look at the pictures that are attached, um, all of the um, coordinates are are blurred out. Um, so there's, there's one of them, just to give you an idea. There isn't a lot of info there. <laughs> um, well, and so I was looking at that. I wonder if that's the if he had a disposable camera in the cache, and those are the first twenty five pictures on the disposable camera. Oh, right. Right. And so like, if you look at, um, at the trackable, so let me share my screen with you sure. real quick. Go for it. Um, bum, 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 Chrome tab. that one share. So that's what the trackable looks like, right? Is, is this little right. doll with this big square laminated sheet. And it tells you, but you can see right here where the chain pops through, they've blurred out the coordinates for it. So the rabbit's not what you're looking for. You're looking for this little yarn looking doll and this big piece of laminated paper. Right. Um, but yeah. Huh. So interesting that that's how it um, all worked. Right. Right. So. That's what you got to find, and they they give in that piece of laminated paper has the coordinates on it, but um, yeah, it all of the all of the ones that you can see here um, on the cache page for the trackable um, have the coordinates blurred out so that nobody can go and erroneously right find it. Yeah. Correct. All right, the next one. It's back in that state that I'll let you pronounce because I'll mess it up. <laughs> Milford? Southland? No. New, New Zealand? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm sorry. It, yeah, it's in, it's on the South Island in New Zealand. It's, so this is the only one that's not in the States. Interesting. Oh. How about that? Well, there you go. Congratulations, New Zealand, on having one of the top 10 oldest unknown. Darren could, Darren could he could go get it tomorrow. I mean, it's he's Australia. Australia, New Zealand. I mean, they're I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Easy <laughs> now. <laughs> that, that's that's like calling a Samoan a Hawaiian. Uh, right. you know, they're they're Close off enough. in the ocean to get they're together in the ocean. You can't just paddle a canoe from Australia to New Zealand? Yeah, I think you You're going to be paddling for a while. <laughs> yeah, I hope you can go with the current. I mean... Just pop over there real quick and take care I, of that one, Darren. I, I'll just tell you that Cuba is closer to Florida than Australia is to New Zealand. <laughs> and, and people don't make the trip from Cuba to Florida. And that's only like 60 miles. So... Kitty cats could do it too. She's like crikey. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one was hidden four seventeen. She's closer of, than she's closer than we are. Come on. Of, of 01, right? Exactly. 
Um, Darren says that 2,500 kilometer day trip. <laughs> there you go. A, it's just a plane ticket. Just a quick um, thing. This one only has 23 favorite points. They call us Canadians, um, too. That's pretty funny. You Canadians. We're not Canadians. <laughs> 2,500 K. How many miles is that? 2,500 kilometers. Like 100, is that like 100 miles or something? Kilometers. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this one only has 46 fines oh, on it, though. Right. So um, this one has a 68% favorites from premium members, which is pretty darn good. Galveston to Havana. Right? Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> See? Dave well, gets it. I wouldn't, go to, I wouldn't go to Havana right now. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of uprising going on there. But anyway, back, back to Deer Flat. Deer Flat. Sorry. Um, it says this divine geocache accuracy was 50 meters. Elevation was 374 meters. Is hidden in a clear snap lock plastic bag within <laughs> moderately dense beach forest about nice. 750 meters west of the Kapak. Um, and they give you coordinates for the ka pak. Um, you park your car in the car market parking lot. Yeah. So people um, in New Zealand, New Zealand was populated by people from Boston or what? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Did you read your history? Come on. Um, let's see. You you need to get to the ka pak from State Highway 94 by turning west um, and whatnot. So, um, the stash is buried under some sticks at the base of a large tree. You could also try a grid search with a radius of about 50 meters from your position for the stash. Um, I like how this one still has a lot of the terminology from original geocaching where they call them, where they were called stashes, um, and whatnot. So, so... I like the. Did y'all notice what they provided as the the coordinates? Did y'all did y'all check out what the coordinates are? The uh, posted no. The posted the, coordinates or the? Oh yeah. Posted coordinates are forty five degrees all zeros, one hundred sixty eight degrees all zeros. East, yeah, <laughs> south and east, yeah. Yeah, but no. <laughs> You're not getting a lot of info there. You're just going to get that. But uh, you can't. You couldn't get away with this today, right, guys? You couldn't. You couldn't post. You couldn't make one like this again. Sure, you could. I mean, if that's yeah. literally where the where the where the cache is hidden, I mean, they give you the coordinates for the car park. Um, yeah, but now the question is: Is it, are you going to be able to find one of those intersecting? Uh, degree yes. somewhere that doesn't already have a cash added. Um, well, because I know that's a big thing out here in the West. Sure. Is that people are at, you know, people try to find those and they're like, no, I want to put a cash there because that's awesome. Um, you know, so, um, you know, New Zealand being number five on the list for this, I mean, that's pretty cool. And it's a, and it's, you know, if, if the posted coordinates are where the actual um, 
container is because I don't see anything else in this um, that gives you. I love the photo. That was recent. It yeah, <laughs> that a photo that may or may not show the cash. <laughs> yeah, I no. love it though. It's a but there is not a lot of UP, UPS. Well, did you notice? Sticks. Yeah, did you notice yep. the accuracy though? He gives you the, the accuracy of fifty meters. Yeah, in, that's in quite a bit. Two thousand one, yeah. but it's densely covered vegetated area, right? Right, and the GPS signal probably was hard to get through if it's a dense canopy. I mean, I can see where you would list this as a mystery just because of how many different hiding locations are probably under there in a 50 meter radius. You may need to cross a river to get to it. There's a dude crossing a river to get to it. May. <laughs> little, like little extra it. terrain, which the terrain level uh, on is this a three. Is three. <laughs> and a difficulty of three and a half. So, yeah. I mean, you know, hey. Hmm. I'd go so, after it if I was there. So Australia's <laughs> got everything in the world that either kill you or make you wish you were dead. Is New Zealand just as bad? I mean, I you have to worry about the crocodile coming getting you in the in the river or I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so in New Zealand. Some of our Aussie fans uh, that are watching and listening could probably tell us if is it safer to be in New Zealand or Australia? I as mean, as, you probably just have to worry about sheep herds running over you in New Zealand, right? <laughs> that's I mean, that is there. There are the stereotypes coming out no all over the place. Yeah, see, New Zealand has no spiders or dangerous snakes. Yeah, because the crocodiles ate them all. <laughs> there, right. are no, there are no crocodiles in New Zealand. Crocodiles. Chupacabras, um, that's where they're originally from, aren't they? That's, that's probably... No, that's Mexico. Well, um, that's, they migrated to there. Yeah, The original ones were down there. That's true. Um, all right, so let's jump oh, well, on to the next one. That was That's a fascinating one, though. Just it, Well, the fact I, that it's I, the only one not in the U.S. That and just the, the fact that there's not a lot of information given on where the cash is. And only 34 fines. It is the one with the least number of fines on this list. Yeah, it, it is. You're right. So. Yeah, no. So that's, you know, um, looking at number six, number six is GC8B3. It was hidden on 5 6 of 2001. Um, it is in Georgia. Hello. Georgia. <laughs> um, and it is on the shores of the Alatuna Lake. Is, did I say that right? The, Alat the Alatuna Lake? <laughs> yeah, you um, got to say it that way. So um, it's let's see. Chuck Cash, too. Yeah, and this one is a projection cache. Correct. But I like the way they project it. You're supposed to stand on the highest rock. Well, that's a triangulation cache. Look around. For yeah. It. Yeah, this is a triangulation. You're right. I wonder what that light is you're looking for, though. Yeah, because the description is that um, 
his explanation, when you get to the cords, stand on the highest rock and look around for a light. If it's dark enough, you will see a light that is similar to a street light. Really? So I wonder, you have to go at so night. I wonder if it's like a dock, a, a, a dock light somewhere right. because it's thought. on on the shores of a lake. Yeah. So you're up there on a rock looking for a light. Sure. Um, you've got to project a, a distance in degrees, and then from the light you're look, you can see you're supposed to project a, a degrees, and then a third thing to know is that he was on vineyard mountain and notice that the cache is 177 degrees true from the top of vineyard mountain so you take those three lines and draw them and where they all intersect x marks the spot i like it well i like okay. it so you could probably solve this one from home now you can uh, they probably didn't have the software and you know um, Al Gore hadn't invented the internet just quite yet. <laughs> Not quite yet, right? Right. And so we were probably waiting on a couple of those things to happen um, before you had the software ability to do this. But yeah, um, you know, the, the cache is less than 50 feet from the trail. It's on the south side of the trail. You, you probably, because he tells you to follow the trail for 546 yards from the trailhead if you had right. a good if you had a good trail app on your phone that told you how far you walked right. you yeah. probably just get to the trailhead and hit go and walk for 545 yards and then right. turn south and walk south 50 feet yeah i like that all trails app by the way that's but that's for another show yeah um, but I like this. I really like this, you know, intersecting um, triangulation um, deal, you know, and trying to figure out, uh, mm -hmm. you know, how all of that. That'd be a fun one to do, um, especially if you've got some known points like this, like the tallest rock. And yeah. You know, you just would hope that there aren't any new lights at the lake since 2001. Oh, yes. Well, I'm ignoring the light. So if he tells you, he's telling you the degrees from the rock that you're standing on. So if you know where the rock is, you can project the, a line 281 degrees on the map. And if you know where that mountain is and you project that one, where those two intersect, those two lines intersect, that's going to be pretty darn close. And if you had the third line that would help even more, but yeah. Right. And if you knew, and if you ended up where those lines crossed roughly on, you know, roughly just South of a walking trail that's on the map and you probably, probably in the ballpark. Yeah. You know, so I have a puzzle cache. It's kind of, well, it uses that kind of stuff where it's two points and because with just two points, you know, I tell you it's so many feet from this point and so many feet from that point. Yes. So it's two intersecting circles that you draw. Right. Circles. So there's two points on those two places where those circles intersect. Well, I tell you that the cache is in the park. So when you do that thing, 
the Correct. two circles, one of the intersections in the park and one isn't. So yeah, pretty much know where it's at. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. This one, um, May of 2001. Again, it, yeah, we mentioned it's in Georgia. So, uh, hello, I'm Johnny Cash is the name of it. Yeah. Johnny's Cash. Yeah, yeah all these caches tonight would do you well on your Jasmine stuff. Wouldn't it? Well, that's another uh, 01 cache. That's cool. I may have to go find that one. That's in Georgia. Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. You, you, hey, you can take a day trip from when you go to Rome for that. Yeah, for going caching. Big, that big shindig they have down there. That's right. Run out there. All right. So All moving right, on. The next oh, one. man. Now I we're going back that. to the other side of the country now. Yep. So this one is Holly G Tom. Yep. Holly Tom. It is GC9B8. It was hidden 519 of 01. It has 12 favorite points, so probably is the lowest one on the list for favorite points. Yep, one of them, yep, for sure. Um, and then... Um, cash is approximately an 8-inch round vintage Budweiser print Christmas cookie tin. <laughs> Which is crazy, then. Hey, no expense. It was 2001, so don't reserve I, your judgments for this cash. It was 2001 when the guy hit it, okay? Hey, you know why? That's a pin. That wouldn't be any good. Well, yeah. That cookie, that cookie tin, if it was still in good condition, probably would be worth a, a, be shiny, a shiny nickel right about now. Maybe yeah. even a dime. Yeah, it no. looks like it's uh, pretty much rust covered <laughs> from the pictures in the. If yeah. you go to the if you go to the page and look at uh, person who found it in 2016, but uh, it's still. But it's um. It also looks like it'd be kind of um. Uh, a little hard to get to. Yeah, it says that it's a, a 90 mile or a 90 minute walk slash hike to get to the cash site. Um, although the cash owner did say that neither he nor his daughter are in great shape. Um, so your results may vary. Um, but lots of rocks, several steep view, areas. Huh? There's very little shade. There's some breeze when the wind is blowing uh, and they ran out of water by the time they reached the site and had to return with no water. So make sure you pack accordingly. Here's another picture of uh, from above, I guess. I'm thinking that's what they. So. Yeah. So it's um, a little bit of a hike in the desert palm springs oh i didn't think about that part i remember looking at this one on the map and i thought well that didn't look too terribly bad but i didn't think palm springs yeah that place gets hot <laughs> yeah right. and and you get out of town just a little ways and you're in some some rugged desert so yeah uh, from the pictures of it, you look at it and you're like, oh, it doesn't 
you know, you look at that, that's, that's some high desert type country, some mountainous desert. And, uh, I mean, I tell you from just getting around Phoenix, that can be brutal on you. Even, you know, for us in town, that's, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. So I looked, I just look at the satellite view from Google and I think, okay, well, that's not too horrible. It's right there on the trail. But yeah, that probably goes up and down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, you wouldn't make it an unknown cache today, would you? No, it sounds like the cache is at the posted coordinates, which doesn't rule that out. But there's no real puzzle to to right. get you there, right? Correct. There's nothing, no puzzle to solve. Um, and some of these are, are kind of like that. Um, you know, this next one that we're going to look at, it looks like it, it does have, um, you know, some puzzle aspect to it, but this one probably would be questioned by a reviewer today and would say, all right, if the posted coordinates are there and there's no puzzle to solve to get you to, or Correct. nothing extra to do. To it do. needs to be a traditional, right? Or well, something in that realm. The, this next one you don't secret white top cache. You originally had to find two other caches. Half the coordinates were in one, and the other half were in the other. And one, of them, one of them got archived, so one set of the coordinates are on the cache page, but you still got to find that other cache. To get. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so this one is, uh, for our audio listeners, is GCC8C. It was hidden 528 of 01. It is also in California, but it is not in Palm Springs. The cache coordinates put you in the middle of Folsom Lake. Um, Aha, so a true not at posted coordinates. <laughs> yes. So Whereas it's right have, up till now haven't have been at the posted coordinates. Yeah, so this one is up the I-80 corridor just outside of Roseville. Um, you, and it gives you the coordinates for the one cache that you have to go find that's called Funny Bone. There's a link on the cache page to that one. Once you find that one, it has coordinates inside the container. And then Deep Dark Secret, which is the other one, got archived. So he puts the west, he gives you the west gives coordinates. You, that. Yeah. you still got to find the north coordinates. And then you can go find this one. So this one is a true puzzle cache not at the posted coordinates um you know it's got 15 favorite points yeah and has been found 114 times which um, is interesting again that it came out in 01 and it's only been found 114 times i you know it's yeah it you know and it's it's a two, two and a half. So nothing there really kind of scares yeah. you away from it. Um, I guess the question would be, what does the funny bone cash? Well, the funny bone cash is a two, two traditional. So I don't see, and it's right on the edge of Folsom Lake. It's been found 202 times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, but it's a, it, again, if, if you're just looking to fill your Jasmine grid and you're not looking to fill your Jasmine grid with puzzle caches, right. Or unknown type caches. Right. Um, then, uh, you know, just there, there are a number of 
other caches that were hidden in five of 2001 that you can find and you don't need to go mess with this puzzle. Yeah. Um, right. Though I, I agree with you that it's odd that this one has such, you know, well, but that's the same thing for that other one. It's only been found what 40 times. Yeah. You know, it's odd, but you know, I would I mean, think just because of how many California cashers there are, and plus whatever you know around that area, that I think it would be would have been found more. More than that, it's not that hard of a puzzle. I mean, no, you know, it's but again, it's you know, if, if you know, unless you're going out specifically looking for something like this, then yeah, eh. mm. uh, there are probably others that check that block for you. Sure. You know? Um, though I'd like to find it just because I, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the one. oldest. Yes. Yeah. It's one of the oldest puzzle caches that's out there. It really yeah. is a puzzle cache instead of a, a mislabeled other type. Um, right. You know, and whatnot. Well, so, yeah, the, old, the old ones kind of. Yeah. They get kind I just, of pass. Yeah. I, and, and personally, I just kind of like getting some of the old ones. Yeah, I agree. Well, and some people like to fill certain um, calendars with, um, you know, with certain types. So, like, some people yeah. like to find 365 or 366 of just the unknown type or 366 of multis or something. Yeah. You know? Somebody's trying to fill their fizzy grid with just earth caches. Yeah, Cash Canada. Apparently, um, let me sh- let me let me share this screen. Not that one, but apparently, this is one that um, <laughs> it may be uh, falls into that category of lost in translation. And I'll show you why. Oh, because <laughs> there's a geo art right there. There yeah. are, but there is a <laughs> there's a thousand caches in that. It's like it's lost. Yeah, in the, it's lost in the weeds, or in this case, in the ocean of or in the lake. It's lost. Yeah, there's so many caches in this area. Yeah, that it's kind of just. It's there's too much noise around it for I think. Yeah, it gets just kind of lost in some of the and because it doesn't have a whole bunch of favorite points, it probably doesn't make it onto a lot of people's lists. Correct. You know, and if people aren't filtering by date looking for old stuff, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, there's this geo art of a shark. Well, what about this other random puzzle cache up here? Ah, it doesn't doesn't who cares? It's not part of the shark. Yeah. You know. So I get that too. It's it's the bait the sharks after. Yeah, right. Well, I, I just, find it interesting. It's got a, only has 114 finds, yet a cache the three of us have probably all find the two the two out in Mentone for Loving County, the virtual yeah. and, and the one at the thing. Both of those have more finds in this one. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So. 
And for those wondering, this the cache, two caches that we're, we've all found that are out in the middle of nowhere, is really longest, out in the middle, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Well, and for the longest time, those were the only two caches in said county, county in Texas. And if you wanted to complete the Texas County Challenge, you had to get one of the two of them. And since they were just down the road from each other, <laughs> why not go and get both? Get both. You're right there. Get both. Which... So, yeah, that is that is a weird trip when I get into tonight. But that's a weird trip because there's no cell there's no cell service. There's no, I think until recently there wasn't even running water in that county. I mean, it's just it's a bizarre. That's a whole bizarre deal. But um, Teresa, fourth Teresa, least populated county in the U.S. At least the last US. I heard. Yeah, and there's like. 80 or 90 people that live in that county. Yeah. And there's a courthouse. Now I know they're recording to have a courthouse, but if the you have a trial, if you have a trial there, how are you going to get a jury? <laughs> well, that's an no impartial joke. jury. Yeah. Cause everybody knows somebody. They're probably related to each other. Yeah. That's well, the, the, yeah. the courthouse has an automatic flagpole. Yep. And so the fun part about that is that's the virtual is that it's an automatic flagpole that they've yep. hooked up to a computer program that at the bottom of it, as the flag comes down, there's a, a hole in the actual flagpole and the flag gets sucked down in the flagpole with the line where it goes in. And then when they run it the next day, whoop, out the, out the hole, this little <laughs> flag comes in. You know, when you're there at the end of the day watching the flag go down, you're like, oh, look at that. You know, and it and it tells you that it's an automatic flagpole. And so we we got there specifically at the end of the day to watch the flag go down. We're like, well, I'll be it does. It just sucks right down inside the flagpole. <laughs> what do you know? Well, look at that. I'll How be crazy along is that? It, it, You know, and, and it was it was the craziest. I was like an automatic flagpole. How's that going to work? Yeah, I got there and watched and found out. Let's see it. Well, I didn't right. get to see that, so I guess I'm gonna have to make another trip <laughs> to Loving County just for that. Okay, let's well, go. Well, there's like three more caches in that county now. Is there really? Wow. Yeah the the S nine five seven nine S nine five seven nine has gone out and placed some extra caches cool. in that county. Um, um, so now the least populated county in the state of Texas for geocaching wise is down like just Clifford. north of just north of um brownsville down yep. there by south padre and it only has two caches in the entire county yes so and i got lucky finding one of them because it had fallen down <laughs> down right. the metal pole i was like oh, crap so i had to fish it out of there that yep. was it it was either yep. that or go back several miles the other direction to find the cash, find the other cash. There's only two in that County, but uh, yeah, Teresa, two now, two now. Yeah. Teresa point out that she has a challenge of finding the oldest caches in Texas between 2000, and 2002. I'm surprised that there aren't people in California doing something similar to find this cash, but yeah, oh well. it'd be cool. So, okay. On to the All next. Right. Yeah, on to the next one. The next one is GCC84. It's called Saxon Woods G-O cash. O-N uh, quotation marks. 
So it's GE dash O in quotation marks dash cash. There you go. Um, that one was published or was hidden on 615 of 2001. It is in New York State. New York City. Oh, that's an old commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's Space commercial. North. It is north of uh, Yonkers. So it is north and east of New York City um, a little ways, right up near um, Sanford, Sanford uh, Connecticut. So yes. it's, it's moving north um, up along the, the border with Connecticut. Um, so this one has 32 favorite points. It is a regular size container. Yeah. Uh, and it has 95 found logs and 18 DNFs. Quite a few. Um, it's an ammo can. Yep. Um, it says this cache is at a county park that combines elements of geocaching and orienteering in order to find the treasure, right? So yep. there are a couple of things that you have to do. Um, and go through and um, project a waypoint and um, whatnot to get to this one. So um, I, I found it interesting. They want you to print the, the map and the legend, not the legend of the cache, but the legend of the map, the map legend. Right. To be used for the orienteering leg. Um, and that probably will. I mean, you figure that in uh, 2001, people were still printing full cash pages off anyhow. Sure. So, uh, but they do give you a link to um, a couple of links on there. Um, and they give you a picture of the map, a picture of the legend, a picture of the Karen that you're looking for. Um. And then a picture of the G-Man and the claw that's in the vicinity of the cache. So um, G-Man and the claw are two other geocachers. Um, so there's a picture of them um, right. taken from below. They're either up on a like a, a boulder um, or whatnot, but the picture is taken from below looking up. So um, 95 found logs yeah. on it so you know it's and the last found log was um in may so uh, you know it looks like it gets hit fairly regularly outside of snow months there's a long blank between like the 18th of october and the 20th of march so you know when there's white stuff on the ground they probably don't go looking for it um but it looks like it gets hit pretty regularly through um, through the year. This one guy went and found it in January. A couple of them found it in January. So they at least uh, bundled up and and got to going. So there's the there's your map orienteering map. And what they said something too about. In the cache page, something about the is the north not the? Do they give you good info at least? I think the north is not the north on the map or something. 
and pull I'll pull it back oh, up. That is a river. Wow. Okay. There's an error in the map for west and east. They're transposed. North oh. and south are correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, I want to take else pick just just <laughs> yep. Take that with you when you go. <laughs> and we also picked know. up on the fact that east to west are incorrect. Yeah. Um, you know. And it, it, yeah. So, but it says that the map is copyrighted material of the Hudson Valley Orienteering Club. group. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> they may they may do that on purpose to kind of throw people off um, while they're out doing it. So um, interesting. Yeah, interesting um, cash. Yeah. All right, we got one more tonight. One more. So the last one is GCDAA Colonial Cash. Um, this is a cash by Ed S. It was hidden 625 of 01 in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Cool. All these old, all these old numbers or name. You know, I always like seeing these kind of. I mean, if you if you look at one that says GCDAA, you know it's old. Yeah, you know when there are only four <laughs> or five characters right. in the cash in the GC code, you know it's going to be an old one. It's an old um, one. Let's see here. Tom, the what last, do you, what do you got for this DNF, one? The last DNF only, the person only has two fines, but the two before that, they've got some fines, so. Yeah. They, this mentioned cash a tornado, is a, they mentioned a tornado came through there, so. Yeah, this cash is in a little bit of um, peril because the cash oh. owner is gone or doesn't seem to be... Um, an active cashier. An active cashier. Here's the location. But that's an old photo. I yeah. Think. Well, in the, the last visit for the cash owner was um, November of 2020. So, yeah. I, you know. Eh. Still probably available to contact. Probably so. Only has three geocaching hides. Um, right. You know, and two of those are traditionals and one of them's a mystery. And all three of them, believe it or not, all three of them are still active. Still How many active. and they're all from two thousand one? Four yeah, six crazy? four, six, and eight of two thousand one. All of his caches are all still active. So kudos to this man um for cash maintenance and just keeping stuff out there and alive and going. At least for that long, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of discussion, I guess, about this. And this one really, really would scream if it had a if it ha if it was still there, and it had a uh, stamp in it, it would scream letterbox, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. But it's not, even though it uses. Sort of, it's sort of letter boxy. Is that a way to? Is that a good? Yeah, a good? it 
It's um, this one is in Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, Teresa. So it, if you look at the hint, it says follow the horse trail, go up to the top of the hill by the pipeline. If tree cover is heavy, take a compass and shoot 130 degrees from the concrete post. Don't put compass on the post. It's got metal in it. That'll throw your magnet off. Um, Cash is 20 feet to the right of the upright man behind the old cherry tree. I, you know, I, I like that. I, there's nothing better than finding something where you're like, oh, I've got to, you know, go over the river and through the woods. Yes. You know, to get to this old thing. And then you find it. This is, a, this reminds me a lot of um, like hunting for benchmark discs where you yes. sit there and read it and you're like, all right, so I got, it's, it's 20 feet from the center line of the road, but you're sitting there looking at it and you're like, what was the center line of the road in 1945? <laughs> yes. Right. And right. so it's, it's a little easier when they tell you that it's from the center line of the railroad tracks. Then you're like, those railroad tracks haven't moved since the 1800s, <laughs> you know? Right. But I like this. It's very puzzle, you know, puzzle-esque. Yeah. You know, it, it gives you a parking location and, 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 you know, gives you some hints and stuff to take and says, good luck. Yeah. I like it. You know, um, it only has 25 favorite points. It is a, if it was there, not that it's not, but it's a regular sized ammo can container, 25 favorite points. It's been found 332 times. Right. Um, you know, so um, the last three logs on the cash page were DNFs. Um, and before that, the last time it was found was in September of 2019. So it's been a while. So it's been a hot minute since it's been found. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean that it's not there. Right. Cause they are, they archived the ape cache in Washington state and then found the ammo can down the hill. So yes. it, it could possibly still be there. Um, you know, even with a tornado that went through, uh, ammo can may, may not be, I mean, it could, it, still be there. It, it could be miles away. It could. But, it could, but it could not be also. Right. I mean, Right. When you see tornadoes come through and you see where people are like, yeah, I found my car. My car went missing with the tornado. Yeah. Where'd you find it? Yeah. Three counties over. <laughs> what? That was a half ton pickup truck. Yeah. Three counties over. It's this doesn't look very good. Be like, I bet not. Well, like you the know? hurricane, they, uh, Keith came back to try to find his, his boat. Yeah. His <laughs> houseboat. His house, <laughs> his boat which was secured to the dock, but the dock wasn't there. That's right. <laughs> the dock That's was right. gone. When he, found his, when he found his boat, he was secured to the dock. The dock. <laughs> but it, it was, was on the other side of the, the other side of the bay. Yeah. So this, this would be a good one. This is a really good adventure, I think. Yeah. So I, you know, listening out there, and they live anywhere near this cache in Pennsylvania, I would say this would be a great um, adventure for, uh, you know, get a group together and 
go try to there's 21 people watching this i might put a watch on this cash just for the for the fun of it yeah it's yeah. just it's just west of philadelphia i just put so a fine, yeah i just on, put a on, uh, watch on it yeah on on pennsylvania on pa3 so you know it's uh up near what is that upper providence so if you're in the area you know yeah. if you're out there in the greater philly area exactly you know, grab you a cheesesteak sandwich <laughs> i would say the same thing <laughs> you know <laughs> grab you a cheesecake and a, a cheese a cheese a cheesesteak sandwich go to pat's and, you know, and a joke go, go to pat's and and you know <laughs> and head that direction you know exactly. get some people together I think it would be awesome if this cash could come back from the dead from somebody who's previously found it. You know, if, if there's a club up there that is willing to go and replace this thing and whatnot, yeah, you know, shoot me an email to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. I'll mail you an ammo can. Absolutely. We'll we'll I'll, love I'll to mail help. you an ammo can. There you go. Uh Absolutely. Easier to mail them to ten bucks and say go buy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that too. So yeah, so that's the top ten. I mean, you figure that the first one started in, and we didn't even make it to but six twenty five of 01, You know, yeah. for the for the first ten, or for the ten that are still active, the ten oldest still active. active right. Yeah. Um, there are probably some others that got archived along the way, but these are the ones that are still active that you can go and find. Um, you know, it would be really cool um, to get out there and find some of these. Um, I'm not far from um, the two in California, so we may make some make a trek road trip out that direction to to go find some of those. But you know, it would be really cool to find some of these oldies but goodies yeah definitely so give, keep us updated on some of these if you if you find any of these on this list definitely let us know uh puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com and we'll share your story if you're going after the one at lost maples let us know because i might tag you along might, might tag along it's a but it's a you better be ready tom Don't. four and a half miles round trip over the Steep terrain. Don't let him lie. He's gonna send you with his stamp. <laughs> right. Go go sign this real quick for me, would you, sir? Take, Thank take, you. Take my stamp. No, yeah. I don't have a stamp. Here, take this blank log. <laughs> take this blank log. Already signed it. Add to it. Add to That's it. right. So all right. All right. Well, there we go. Um do we know what do we know what we're doing next week? TBD. All right. It's a surprise. I, I thought you had something figured out for next week. Something like that. We're I'm working on it. He's working on it. It's well, work in progress. It is. It's it's probably what I'm working on is the oldest unfound puzzle caches in the world. Yeah. And so, uh, Joey, they will be on the website if you go to geocachetalk.com. Uh, you can go find them. They'll be in the show notes. They'll be up here yeah. in momentarily, uh, momentarily, right after the show, they'll be up um, on geocachetalk.com. You'll find them on. Yeah, on just, there's a show notes section. 
There's a show notes section if you go to resources. No, I said it, I said it wrong. If you go to um, if you go to the geocache talk link, you will see an option for show notes. I need to separate the puzzle talk ones. Currently, they're mixed in with the geocache talk show notes. So. Oh no! I know, but we're going with that plain old Sunday show. I know you can also go here though. You can go to geocachetalk.com forward slash show dash notes forward slash, and you will find them there. But uh, jotting furiously, <laughs> I, so put in, to, I, I put in the chat room. I put so a Charles, so Charles to find the oldest unfound puzzle casters using project gc to do that or do you have some other method of getting that done yes no i'm using project gc so what i do is i filter it for unknown cache types that were published prior to um like 2016 um and with that have no found it logs on it and then I kind of scrub the list and whatnot. And if it's if it's something like one of these that's miscategorized, but is in the un, if it's a unknown cache type but not a puzzle, then I scrub it from the list. Um, but I'm trying to make a list of um, oldest unfound geocaches. Um, I'm trying to do it for the world, but it's getting cumbersome. Um, so I've got. Uh, I think I've got North America pretty lined out for Canada, the U.S., and, and Mexico. So right. um, see if I can throw some other easy um, places to lump in, like Australia yeah. um, and whatnot. When you start trying to look at, like, you know, whatever it is, 40 countries in Europe, and you have to go country by country by country, and you can't just be like, Europe, um, then right. it, it gets cumbersome. So, but we're working on it. Um, I definitely, I've got North America done and, and whatnot. And um, I'll make a public bookmark list and be able to link that so that if people want to go and look at these on a bookmark list, then I'll have it created for them um, by next show. So the moral of the story is, as far as we know, there is no easy button to find them. No, no like some of yeah, and some of them, all of these that we're going to look at predate the moratorium. So oh, they, do, they don't yeah. fall under the two-mile rule. They don't have to have checkers. They don't have to be a solvable puzzle. That's the mm. other side to this, right, is that they, after the moratorium, you were required to be able to solve them and be able to post your solution for how you solve them. Right. Um, but that's not the case with these old ones um, and whatnot. So the, the cash owners weren't required to show how they solved it um, and whatnot. A lot of the rules that are in place now are because of some of these old caches that have no fines on them. And people are just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. interesting, you know, yeah. There's a grandfathered one in my area that wouldn't fly because of the rules now, but it was um, word of mouth kind of thing. Oh, gosh. 
it was it was called social moose engineering you know the moose was the name of the the cashier to hit it but the social engineering part was the hint to tell you to ask for the coordinates you had to go ask people you had to friend you had to, friend. Ask, you had to ask the cash owner to start with oh gosh and then go from there to find the information go from That's, there well yeah. yeah guess who got first well, to find on that one you did well, look at you. Didn't, um, didn't have a clue, though. You have a clue what to do, and you figured it out. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do for next show's uh, oldest cool. unsolved puzzle caches. And uh, we'll see where we get with it. But I'm going to make a bookmark list of everything that I find from, like, I guess, pre-2016. If it's okay. If it's, you know, if it's newer than that, it may have either a not been out long enough to have had a find on it, or it's a difficult puzzle and people just haven't worked at it. But if you've got a 14 or 15 year old or 17 year old puzzle cache that hasn't been solved, it's making the list and we'll, we'll attempt to talk about the bookmark list and some of the caches on it next week. Cool. All right. Thanks. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Yeah, you know, if we're not having Absolutely. much talked about, we sure talked for a long time. We did. Well, that was a good. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. Fascinating. All right. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. Night, everybody. Night. Night.